Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We continue looking at what the Scripture has to say about not fearing and how the Lord has told us to fear not, fear not, regardless of situation, circumstance. Don't be dismayed. Again, it's not talking about the, <laughs> the fear that the Lord's given us in a couple of ways. First of all, if you're on across a copperhead, you know, make sure you don't step on him. There's that you know, wisdom and that knowledge. <laughs> also, the awareness that we are to fear the Most High God. And we're to, to live in reverential awe of him in everything that we do. And so the scripture says a great deal about this. I want to go back to where we were in a previous episode in 1 John chapter 5. And I want to read through the first uh, four verses that we covered and then uh, press on through some verses right here. Because it shows us uh, who we really are. And if we know who we are, then we will be equipped and empowered to uh, not fear. So 1 John chapter 5, verse 1 says this, Whoever believes that Jesus is the Christ is born of God, and whoever loves the Father loves the child born of him. By this we know that we love the children of God when we love God and observe his commandments. For this is the love of God, that we keep his commandments, and his commandments are not burdensome. For whatever is born of God overcomes the world and this is the victory that has overcome the world our faith so those are the two big things it is the faith that the lord has released within us and that we believe that's what faith is is just simply believing that we believe in that belief of the in the lord jesus christ that belief in what he's done for us empowers us to overcome the world now verses five and the next five, six verses are interesting, particularly if you're reading uh, from a modern translation. Like right now, I'm, I'm reading off a computer screen and I've got four translations up here running in parallel. I've got the Lexham translation, which is a, a translation with Logos Bible software, sort of an academic type of thing. I've got the English Standard Version, ESV. I got the New American Standard Version, which is what I read the most out of, but I read all four of these all the time. And then the fourth one is the King James, the authorized version. And uh, more often than not, they're, they're very, very similar. There's very minute differences here and there. But sometimes there's some differences that are intriguing and sort of important. And it's not anything that undermines the veracity of the word, but I just want to forewarn you about this to where you can check different translations, different versions of the English translation. I'll put it that way. I'm going to go to the authorized version, the King James and read from it. And I'm not going to compare and contrast with the other things that really that bore you to death, I think, and actually be sort of confusing in a podcast kind of format. But don't be surprised if you're reading sometimes. Well, I'll give you an example. Quite often people will have an NIV version of the Bible. Okay, that's fine. That's all right. It's not my favorite. I don't think it's the best, but that's fine. It's okay. And someone in a Sunday school class or a pastor or a teacher said, well, turn to so-and-so verse. I don't even know which one. I think maybe John 8, 35 or something like that. I don't know. Turn to that verse. And you turn to the verse in the NIV and it doesn't exist. It'll go from verse 33, I mean 34, to verse 36 and skip 35. It does that several times in the scripture. Now, it'll put a footnote there. And you look down the footnote, and it'll say something along this line. Well, some of the best, uh, you know, 
portions of scripture that we have. Some of the best documents don't have this part right here. Well, that's true. Okay, that's true. But tens of thousands of other ones do. And so the translation committee made a decision that, okay, we're going to put this information down the footnote rather than in the body itself. All translations make those type of decisions. This one right here in 1 John 5 is sort of interesting because there's some things that we learned about uh, the triune nature of God, the Godhead, that um, are sort of excised from the newer translations. Also, that word is... The word Godhead is not used in any of the modern translations that I know of. Uh, and that's sort of to our detriment, I think, because the Godhead is a great term that describes the triune nature of God. So here's First John chapter 5, verse 5 from the authorized King James Version. Who is he that overcometh the world? But he that believeth that Jesus is the Son of God. So that is a, a question put in the, in the form of a statement, basically, or a statement put in the form of a question. He said, who's the one that's overcoming the world? Well, it's the one who believes that Jesus is the Son of God. Verse 6, this is he that came by water and blood, even Jesus Christ, not by water only, but by water and blood. And it is the spirit that beareth witness because the spirit is truth. So you have this great understanding right here. This is sort of the triune nature of God. You see God. You see the son of God. You see the spirit all together here. Now verse 7. For there are three that bear witness or bear record in heaven. The Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost. And these three are one. Now, that's verse 7. Let me read it again. For there are three that bear record in heaven, the Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost. And these three are one. Now, here's what uh, the other modern translations say. For there are three that testify. And that's all. Like it says, there are three that testify. They don't have the, the Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost. They bring up the Spirit in the next verse, but so does the authorized. So you see there's a, a portion of this you know, taken out right here. I know why they did it. I know the evidence. I know what they're talking about. And, you know, like I said, that's fine. It doesn't undermine the word of God. It's not something that is not taught somewhere else in the scripture. Okay. Because it is. But I can find it sort of interesting. He, the authorized version says, hey, these three are one. These three are one. <laughs> the Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost. Now verse 8. And there are three that bear witness in earth. The Spirit and the water and the blood. And these three agree in one. Now the newer translation, like the New American Standard, says this. The spirit and the water and the blood and the three are in agreement. So they're tying those three as the three that are testified in verse 7. Just skipping the whole thing of the Father, Word, and the Holy Spirit. So, verse 9. If we receive the witness of men, the witness of God is greater for this is the witness of God, which he hath testified of his Son. He that believeth on the Son of God hath the witness in himself. He that believeth not God hath made him a liar, because he believeth not the record that God gave of his Son. Oh, let me just read one more. And this is the record that God hath given to us, eternal life, and this life is in his son. So you see that this fifth chapter, First John, actually gives some real insight into 
uh, the relationship of Father, Son, Spirit, of the testimony, of the witness of this, what Jesus has done for us and who we are in him when we believe. And because we believe by faith, faith that has literally come from the Most High God, we are overcomers. If we are faith-filled overcomers, then we will not be fearful. If we are fearful, if we are distracted with what we see with our eyes and hear with our ears, if we buy into the fear of mankind, if we fire into the, uh, uh, you know, try to understand this manipulation, if we become frightful and fearful because of the manipulation and witchcraft of man, then we will not be living the way that the Lord has called us to live. Folks, we are overcomers. Decide to walk within that overcoming and see what the Lord does. Again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time, and I'll see you in the next episode. Goodbye.